Hello, Nikita. Hello. How are you? We're talking today because you're here. You're. I've been working with your mum and your dad, and I've done a podcast with each of them. Yep. Because your dad had an affair. Your mum's still there, and they worked very, very hard and worked on themselves. So what I'd like to do is get a feel today for what that's like for you, because you're the you're the child, and. This stuff affects kids, especially when they're, they're only children, because you've known about this for a long time. So that's what we're going to look into. Are you able to? Are you happy to go that way today? Yeah, for sure. Great. Then let's go. I'm not nervous, and you are. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, what's that? What's that about? Uh, I don't know. Just meeting people in person for the first time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we are meeting for the first time because we've talked often over Zoom, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm meeting you the first time and you just you look just like your picture, less like your photo <laughs> does on Zoom. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Funny about that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your mum and dad because I, and I know about your mum and dad because I've, I've done a, world, a lot of work with them, as you know. But... Tell me about your mum and dad from your point of view. Well, they've had their problems and they're kind of focusing on themselves at the moment. Um, they're kind of going off on their own paths. Uh, I have a better relationship with my dad, um, but my mum's kind of off doing her own thing at the moment. So are they separated now, are they? No, they're still like married, but um, they're just focusing on themselves more than the relationship yep and they're still in a they're still in a relationship with each other and still see each other and meet with each other and talk with each other yeah and they still live together and all that so yep. okay yeah so what's it like for you because this their problem's been going on for a long time haven't they yeah um it's a bit strange um because generally just not talking about it was the norm and now in the past couple months has just been like it's been all their problems have been front and center in the family and now um it's completely changed the whole dynamic of our actual family yep so yep. yeah <laughs> now your dad had an affair and we know that therefore there's been some difficulties for a long long time in the relationship yeah did you always know they were, ha- they were having difficulties um, I had an idea that they were having difficulties like when I was younger because um, they would fight a lot and stuff but I thought that they'd gotten over it because it was just kind of pushed to the back and it wasn't really spoken about. But then I knew about the affair pretty much from the start though. How did you know about the affair pretty much from the start? Well, I saw the notifications on my dad's phone and when I brought it up to him he said it was nothing or he didn't know what it was So, but I kind of guessed because it was just obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was fair enough. And but you had to keep the secret, huh? Yeah, because mm. I didn't want to be that person to cause all the issues to come out. So you've really been caught in this stuff, haven't you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because if I was to say to you that all the lot of research around separation, divorce, and what they do find out is that divorce generally doesn't do kids any good at all. Mm. Not much in it for you, is there? No, not really. It's choosing between the parents and all that. It's not great. And, you, and you've had to choose? To a degree, but not like as far as them being divorced. Yeah. 
because the relationship at the moment is working very, very well for them, mm. but not for you. I don't really mind. It's just at the moment their relationship is being a bit like questioned by them because they're not, or at least Dad's not really sure where he fits in it. It's a very, very different situation, but uh, and I suppose they're going to work their stuff through as they need to work through. But the one thing that's not happening, I gather, there's no yelling and screaming and fights and stuff like that. No, not anymore. Not anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Much more, like, calmer. And did your mum and dad both yell and scream at each other? When everything first came out, yeah. What was that like? I have no clue. I tried to be out of the house. You got out of there? Yeah, pretty much as soon as everything came out. I went and stayed at my friend's place for a week. There's not much about this you haven't known about, is there? No. And I know you were told a lot, but if you weren't told, you still would have known? Probably I would have guessed it because, I don't know, they can't really get much past me a lot of the time. Yeah, because you're an only child, aren't you? Yeah, so just reading my parents is like a given skill. So tell me about your relationship with Dad now. Has it changed since the affairs come out in the open and your mum and dad have been talking about it openly? There is a level of like change in the trust, I guess. But it has gotten better in the past couple of months. We've been talking about it a lot and probably that's brought us closer because he's a lot more open with things now and yeah, he doesn't hold back on anything. You're 18 years old? Yeah. And I guess you're a very, a very knowing 18 years old because you've, you've always had pretty good communication with these two adults is what I gather. Yeah, very close. To yeah. Them. So in the situation that your mum and dad are in, What's the worst thing for you at the moment? Probably feeling like I'm just going to get left behind in the family. So dad's going off and doing his own thing. And mum's got her own life outside of the house that she enjoys a lot. So what's the best thing about the situation that is you're in now for you? Probably watching them actually be happier and live their own lives and do things they enjoy rather than just being stuck. So they're much happier than what they were? Yeah, and they're a lot easier to talk to about things and they're more aware of themselves. Which it just leaves you, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. pretty much. So you've been a passive observer of this for a number of years now and not, not been able to do anything? Yeah, especially because I didn't want to say anything during the pandemic because then we're just all stuck in the house together. There's not much you can do. You can't get yep. away from the situation. So what did you think when you took it up to your dad and said, hey, what's this going on here? It was a lot of anxiety because it had been a couple of years since I saw the notifications for him to just be like, oh, I don't know what that was. It's kind of felt like I was going crazy with it of what I'd seen and stuff like that. So I also didn't really believe him anyway, but it was a moment of like, oh, well, I've been stressing about nothing. So when you found out for sure, how'd you feel then? disappointed that he'd lied to me about it being nothing and uh, also relieved that it wasn't mine to carry anymore. It was theirs to deal with. Been a hell of a burden, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, especially when you know everything about it. Like, you get more information as things happen. You can't say anything. What about your friendships at school? How's, How's that worked out? Well, I don't go to school anymore, so... Most of the friends that I had from school I don't really talk to. I mostly 
friends that don't live in my area a couple hours away. My main friend for a while was my ex, but that was really bad. Most of my friends have just moved on. They've got their own friend groups. With your parents going through their difficulties, how was that affecting you and your relationships? Pretty heavily, but at the same time I met a lot more people that were going through something similar to me and didn't want to be in the house anyway. So it happened around the time, like everything came out with my parents around the time my friend passed away. So already my old friend group from school was already kind of messed up from it. But they all kind of broke off because that girl that passed away was already holding everyone together. Great timing, huh? Yeah, perfect. And then I split up with my ex in the same two months. Yeah. So it's uh, it's been a tumultuous time for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Lots of things happening. Are things better for you now than what they were, say, three years ago when your dad was um, having an affair but you didn't officially know about it but you knew about it? Yeah, to some degree. It was nicer when obviously it wasn't happening because it was just how it was and now there's like catalyst for huge yeah. change and everything. Because yeah. I'm thinking that it must have been one hell of a stress to hold that secret. I mean, you couldn't tell your mum and you shouldn't have told your mum and you shouldn't have told your dad, by the way. You, that, that, was, that was quite correct. Yeah. But you knew. Did you feel guilty about that? Yeah, because I feel like me telling my mum in the end caused a lot of the problems if you hadn't have said something to your mum she never never would have found out still probably yeah because uh, when i told her she had no clue but i thought it was really obvious are you happy you've told her and are you happy that it's all come down like it has yeah it could have ended in divorce or something like that or yeah. it might not have come out at all which would have been way worse considering where dad was mm. mentally yeah it certainly certainly could have the secret, that's the hard part, isn't it? You must have been so relieved when you finally let the secret go. Definitely. What about the rest of your family? Oh, <laughs> that's a big question. Um, well, mum's side we don't really talk to, dad's side we don't really talk to. Mum's side is just generally pretty toxic and doesn't like us because we're white <laughs> and the rest of the family's brown and they have their own issues with um, gender and all that dad's side his biological parents don't really want that relationship or feel like they don't deserve that relationship and then his adoptive mum she just can't have that relationship and she just wants issues so your mum of course she's of indian origin or she is fully fully indian isn't she from yeah she's the only person in her family who has a a white child and a white husband yeah pretty much Mm. And so they ostracised you for that, did they? Yeah, it definitely was. Like, when we were younger, the kids would come up, like, the cousins and would come up to us and say we're not really part of the family and stuff like that. Obviously, they'd been told that from their parents or that I was stupid because I couldn't speak Hindi, that kind of stuff. But they were way too young to actually think that. How did you handle that? Didn't really handle it, just eventually got kicked out. It hurt because... It's something I can't control and the people I love don't really want me for it, but it's their Mm. loss. (laughs) What sort of effect did it have on your mum? Because that was her family, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty big effect. She was close with them and then all of a sudden she wasn't, especially because she couldn't really go see her mum much. That must have been very, very, a lot of pressure for your mum to handle. Yeah, because it was basically 
choosing one family over the other. She still talks to one of her sisters, but it's not as good as having a whole family. Do you feel responsible in any way for that sort of stuff, the way they are? Like a little bit in a way, but not fully because I can't control any of that, especially because in the past my cousins have done stuff to me and because I was white or a girl, it wasn't as bad. Uh, If I did the same to them, I would have been like slapped across the face. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it is. There's been a lot of lot of stuff you've had to go through. I guess the only really consistent ally has been your dad. Yeah, pretty much. What's his commitment to you now? 100% himself and me. Well, I suppose your dad's home more than your mum is, is he? Yeah, he is. It's just dad and I, and then mum will come and go as she pleases. So what's your dad do? He just lets you go? Yeah, pretty much. He'll get annoyed when it messes with plans but he can't exactly say you can't go she's an adult he is an adult and she has to make her own decisions and that's her own prerogative he handles that how do you handle that i don't like it but i also can't say you can't go so i guess it just shows me what she wants whether she wants to spend that time with us must be very disappointing for you yeah our relationship isn't exactly the best and um i guess hurts Do you feel abandoned? I wouldn't say abandoned because she's never exactly left. Well, she was never emotionally here either, so she kind of left. So do you feel emotionally or do you feel connected to her still? Maybe as a friend or a sister, but not exactly as a mum in a sense. Like she's my mum, but we don't have that kind of mum connection. You miss it? Yeah. Even though... Never really felt it. I do miss it. Your past academic results would indicate that you're extremely intelligent. Yeah. Yet you're not going to school now. The results were good, but I got very burnt out from pushing myself so hard and ignoring all the emotions and stuff that came with pushing myself so hard and then everything with my parents happened and it was just hard to go to school anymore, even though I was homeschooled. When you say pushing yourself hard, what do you mean by that? Um, I guess ignoring myself and putting my schoolwork first, so forgetting to eat and sleep and just generally take care of myself. And after you know doing that for my whole schooling, I just couldn't push myself to do it another year. Which right. sounds pretty pathetic, but <laughs> yeah. It sounds anything but pathetic, actually. Did you feel a need to prove yourself? Yeah, I wanted to be good enough for my mum. She was pretty big on my academics, trying to get me into good schools and sending me to tutors and stuff. And I figured that if I could do well, then I would get praised by both of them. And they'd be proud of me. Because as a single child, there's not exactly another chance for them to have a good kid. I'm the one they've got. And if I'm not good, then they screwed up. Have they screwed up? No. Thank you. (laughs) Because at 18... You're just at the beginning of something and it could be magnificent. But most certain you've got a huge challenge on right now. You've got a huge challenge within yourself. I see the challenge is to look at the past and say, well, now how can that make me a better person? Because you've survived. Were there times when you felt suicidal? Yeah, a lot of times, over a few years. Can you tell me about how close that came? Well, in year seven, I had a few and I was self-harming a lot and then around 
midway to the end of pan- the pandemic. Um, no real attempts, just a lot of self-harm and depression and a lot more of focusing on school rather than myself because it mm. was easier when you're at home. When you say self-harm? Yeah. Not conventional, but I used to hit myself. I never really cut myself. It was a way of taking out my emotion on something and maybe feeling some sort of consequences for not being able to handle it. So you were really psychologically or mostly in trouble for quite a number of years. Yeah. But your mum and dad were unable to handle it. They were very emotionally in trouble as well, just as a whole family. So are you suicidal now? Depressed, but I wouldn't say I'm suicidal. So tell me about the depression. Trouble getting out of bed pretty much every day. I stay up all hours of the night and wake up really late in the day. I have trouble like remembering to eat or wanting to eat, drinking water, basic hygiene, talking to people. It's just everything feels like a chore and it feels like all my energy needs to go into one thing and I, I don't have any energy left over for the whole day. So I usually can only plan one thing a day and then I'm out for the before and after that event. So are you having a meaningful life right now? No, I wouldn't say I am. I'm not really doing much with my days. Do you feel you're heading towards a meaningful life? Do you feel you've got a future with a meaningful life? I mean, I hope so. But at the moment, I have no pointers to a meaning, meaningful life in the future. What's stopping you, Akita? Probably fear of failure. If you don't start something, you can't fail. Right, and you spend all that time working your butt off to get really great results for your mum. Are you losing your mother's approval? No, because I feel like she always thought I could be better, so I just felt like all that work I was putting in wasn't doing anything anyways. It was just kind of a what's-the-point kind of moment. Uh, Yet you could be doing better even though you topped the state in some areas. Yeah, pretty much all areas, in fact, but... It wasn't making our relationship better. It wasn't changing anything. So I thought that that would make her like me and it didn't didn't So past performance, you've exceeded all expectations. Yeah. My parents never pushed me to do well in school, but somehow my brain went, that's how you're going to get their approval. And away you go. Yeah. And your dad, I gather you've had his approval anyway. He doesn't care what I do as long as I'm happy. And your mum, have you got her approval now because of all the great results? Um, I still think she focuses on how I'm going to make money in the future versus what's going to make me happy. But she is a bit more lenient to the idea of other things that don't involve my academic scores because I don't really want to go to university at the moment. That's not really in my future. But I think she would want me to go to university. Okay. You've gone from an extremely high performer and you've come clunking down to going into being feeling suicidal to stage now where you're not even going to school. And so you're like throwing all those original dreams away. Nikita, this is sort of like a time of transformation for you, I think. Definitely a lot of change in the past few months for me as a person. Yeah, good change? Yeah, a lot more awareness about things. Because you've got the ability to handle anything that's thrown up at you. Being highly, highly intelligent and a really high performer, were you doing things really easy? Was it easy for you or or you told me you worked your bum off? Well, 
Kind of. I never studied, to be honest. But I just remembered things and I did all the work, which was rare, apparently. But I didn't need to study to achieve. It was just easy. But the hours I put in to do everything and do it to a high level, like assessments and stuff like that. You'd put in more time than anybody else? Yeah. Feel good at the time? It did, because I didn't have to think about anything else. So in some ways you were really performing because that was a way of escaping all this other stuff that's going on at home with mum and dad being emotionally not there. Yeah, because for about two years we didn't really talk much. I would spend every weekday and most weekends in my study doing schoolwork from about 8 in the morning to 11 or 12 at night and I would just eat dinner and there I wouldn't even come downstairs so it was just easy. And so when do you reckon the, the fall started? You've come from being a top performer to having to just veg out for a while. I'd probably say around when everything came out with my parents about the affair. I didn't realise before that how much I actually used my family as a support system and when they weren't able to support me, everything kind of came crumbling down because I really was by myself and I thought that whole time I was doing this schooling thing with the high performance by myself but when I didn't have them, it just, yeah, it didn't work. So the school was also a way of you keeping contact and relating with your mum by the feel of it. Yeah. I get the feeling that this all is, is all to do with you're relating with your mum and with your dad, you always knew that it didn't matter. So it was only your mum you had to be, be... That's the one you were seeking the approval of. Yeah, because with mum there was also a big... I wouldn't say like on purpose, but there was a big competition to be the best cousin, the best auntie in our family. So I would get a lot of like, oh, I got you these supplies from your cousins or I'm going to try to get you to the school that your cousins went to and you should be like your cousins and stuff like that. There was a lot of that kind of talk. It sounds like your mum had a lot of pressure on herself from her family. Do you feel your mum was embarrassed or ashamed around her family for having a white daughter? Probably not because of the white daughter, more because of the disapproval she got for, for it. I know your mum very well. And I've always been wondering about this relationship between you and her. Mm. And I've always realised that it was difficult, but yet... She's never, ever come across to me as not really loving you and seeing you as being very important. And now I'm starting to get it. It's not about you. It's about the way her family thought of you. And she was in a real, she's in a real spot there, isn't she? Because, you know, you're her daughter. She loves you dearly. She does. Would that be true? Yeah, I'd say so. But as far as her family of origin goes... What you represent to them is her failure. That must be very difficult for your mum. Yeah, especially because in her childhood she was already, like, from when she was born she was seen as a failure. Yes. Now the new adult family she's created is seen as still a failure. Is she a failure? No. She's a great person. She's gone off and gotten a really good career. She's doing her own thing now. She's happy. And that's all you really need to be happy. How's she doing compared with the rest of her family of origin? Better, a lot better than them. So they're a pretty toxic family, are they? Definitely. There was a lot of hierarchy and one of my cousins, the son of the 
son, golden child, would get everything he wants and everyone bows down to him. But as you go down the ranks to the white kid, you don't really get much given to you. Even my younger cousins would get better treatment than me. Even the son of the son, he's a year younger than me, better mm. treatment. It's just a very judgmental family. Can't really do much around them without getting judged. And I suppose growing up, you would have you would have thought, well, that's because I'm not good enough. What are you thinking now? I still have a degree of, oh, I'm not good enough, but it's also, well, that's their own problem because I'm mm. just me and they're mm. just them. And, yeah, if I don't have a problem with them, they shouldn't have a problem with me. Okay. Nikita, success is rising above that so it ceases to matter and becomes the source of your strength. That's where we're heading because you've got the intellect to do it. You've just lost your way, haven't you? Yeah. But now you've been the bottom, you've done the suicide stuff, you survived that. So, And you know the statistics on people who have attempted suicide and haven't done it. Research on says those people do very, very well in life because they've hit the bottom. Mm. So from then there's only one way and that's up. And you're on the way up. What am I, what I'm going to ask you to do, and this is what I'm going to finish on, be open to allowing the best life to come to you. Easier said than done, I know. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> when people are really successful, have a look at the people who are really successful, they've all overcome shit. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All of them. Yeah. Well, you know what you've been grown up with? Shit. <laughs> Huge opportunity to be mega, mega successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish? Not that I can think of. Good. Well, we're just getting going. Everything's got to stop. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you.